Reliable sources. I got people, people all over are saying how good my verdicts are. <laughs> it's tremendous. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, good day, and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. Um, random topics, unrehearsed conversation, and then quality reviews. That's what we do here on this show. I'm one of your three hosts. My name is Mike Hodgins, along with Mr. Bo Schwartz. Hello, Bo. Hello, Michael. It's a pleasure to be back and to be speaking with you and our audience. Oh, yes, very good. And um, Mr. Crofton Steers. Crofton, how are you faring today? Um, hey, guys. I'll be honest, not great. Uh, it's allergy season, and... Uh, I'm not addicted to cocaine or anything, even though my eyes look like or or weed or whatever is legal in Canada right now. It's really just allergies, and uh, they, they drive me nuts. And I work in a concrete bunker where not, nothing can really live, and uh, except viruses. And so during the day, I keep thinking to myself, "Oh, it's fine." But as soon as I leave, I mean, brutal. Well, that's too that's too bad. Wow, what a soft I'm not, story. I've never suffered Jeez. from those. I I know, uh, and uh, people like I used to think like, oh, allergies, you know, oh, I'm really resistant because I don't have allergies. But it's like, that's how I feel. It's one of those things that affect everyone. And I heard that like today in the in the um, states, they Congress has passed like some sort of bastardized Trump health care bill. And when I heard I heard an interview with this congressman where he was like explaining how, you know, people who are take the steps to be healthy and work out and or treat themselves well shouldn't have to burden the you know the who live good lives is what he said shouldn't have to be burdened by the sick as if just like <laughs> live living good lives means that you are not uh you know you're never going to be sick or whatever and so for me it's like allergies it's one of those things where i, I looked at and i was like oh people who have allergies god what are they doing wrong? But I realize it's you can't do shit about for allergies. No, there's lots you can't do stuff about. Like, you know, oftentimes if you're like a kid who gets cancer, should have just lived a better life, kid. Should have A longer uh, life. Uh I'm surprised neither of you guys said, May the fourth be with you. Lame. Lame. I hate May the Fourth. Really? It's I a like pun. Star Wars. It's not based on anything. I like Star Wars movies. What world do you live in, Bo? You live on the internet. You should be all about this shittiest type of humor. (laughs) Well, you're not wrong, actually. (laughs) think about got me there. Uh, Think about all the leverage, all the power that's come out of a pun. I think this actually might be one of the most powerful puns that's ever existed. The the problem is I live too much on the internet, and it's too, like, five minutes ago for me. Like, it's so, like... You oh right! You're not. It's not like, you know. It, yeah. You wouldn't Snapchat it or whatever. <laughs> That's right. I wouldn't give. It, I wouldn't give it a snap, single Snapchat. It's true. Oh, it's funny. I was thinking about you guys the other day. So at work, they they brought in this consultant to do a personality test to everyone in the in in the directorate. It's it's pretty common. You can access it online. It's called the DISC. Uh, and there's like enhanced disc <laughs> and all that, and it, it and there's four personality types D I S and C, and they all have you know different you know different attributes. But part of the course is they identify you, at like and then they help you how to identify the attributes in other people. And so immediately they were like, 
Like, think of people you know and think about what personality types they were. And you guys were like two of the first people I thought of. I was like, because they said if you can identify their personality type, and pretty much everyone fits some variation of these four to different levels, then like you'll be able to determine, you know, what they want and and, and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, there's got to be information I can pull from this test that's going to allow me to school Bo and Mike and debate during a GBB episode. But we'll see. No, no. Unlikely. Also, those things, like see, my, my wife took one of those not too long ago. And back when I was an office person, I took those as well. There was like one was like the green, red, blue, yellow or whatever personality test. Yeah, I haven't done and that I, one. I listened to this podcast quite a while ago now. I can't remember what podcast it actually was. But it makes me think that all that stuff is bullshit. Those is, the, is the most. I don't because, think so, and, man. Here's the reason. Uh, so th- because there's actually and of course I can't remember the term so it'll sound completely pointless but it, essentially the, the podcast started with them saying like so like actually you know we're we're going to get into the podcast here and we've just been doing a little bit of uh, research on our listeners from demographics and we've actually pulled up some kind of stats to describe our listenership and they went over it and I was like yeah actually that's me pretty well on they're like if they think this described you that's because you've kind of been taken by a psychological mechanism which is how horoscopes work and 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 it's essentially that most people, if you give people a sets of things, you can insert yourself into pretty broad categories. Uh, and, and it's beyond the point of it being statistically significant. So people can always find a slot to be like, yeah, I'm like this. Uh, but it's sort of it's sort of just bullshitty, and it's something we do as human beings to kind of like simplify things. So I'm like, meh, those personality tests. I'm like, yeah, it's like you pick, you get four, and you're like, yeah, sure, you can put anyone you know into one of those four. It's like yeah, how? that's what's so interesting. But I don't like it when horoscope. people you can lie, read any lie given to horoscope me. and be like, sure. I don't no, like it when people no, lie dude, to me. I, I fit in. I, I, I had a given. whole printout done for me with like, and it says like Crofton likes this, does not like that, likes mm. working with people like this. You know, this is That's what exactly motiv- what a horoscope this, is. Think this is it. what motivates him. But it was friggin' dead on the whole thing. I was like, I was pretty Crofton, impressed. That's ex- but but I mean, there's so no, horoscopes like aren't dead on. They tell me I'm dead there's, tomorrow or. That- anyways, I'll I'll look it up later. But there's a term for this thing, and it's essentially if you present people with lists of things, especially when they're positive in nature, and you'll be, you know, you're an independent thinker and uh, self-motivated, and you hear these, you're like, yeah, actually, you know, no, no, that's me, and, and that's just something that like humans do so but that's what all I've positive things like they present them positively because Wait, they don't it, want you to see like you know they're negative attributes and people can infer what those are but like there's positive ones for each one but i know i'm not the there's one category that's like organized accountant type you know like really focused on tasks really like meticulous and all that i know that that's not me if it had come up me i would have been very very surprised and you know the category that is more me is very much me if you if if you read it so like i i recognize that it's not like it's not a, a science in that you're gonna people can be boiled down to like these things are just giant buckets that allow you to identify how people like to work and it, it and it and it is very interesting because yeah, the, the point it, is right off there were people on my team wait, that I was like oh man this person is is uh you know primary like this and secondary like this and I had not really noticed that before but now that it's pointed out to me I'm like holy shit that makes perfect sense all right so so there's a there's a very important point to this kind of training. It isn't a science in order to categorize people and identify them. They're tools for you to manipulate them. This is sociopath training. 
all customer services because it's based on you know accomplishing specific goals regardless of context so very yeah, very important to asterisk that accurate or no the whole point is to work better with people and you know but it's, it's... then more specifically crofton so who is Bo and who is who is me yeah Oh, Bo is definitely so of the four categories that the main categories of a disc, D is is dominant, I is influencer, uh, C wait a minute, S is is steady, uh, and um, C is uh, calculated or something like that. It's anyway, Bo was definitely of us all the most D uh, dominant. Like it's got to be Bo's. You're way, here first, but... folks. I have the most D. Yeah, no, it's Bo for likes sure. D. Bo likes D for <laughs> sure. Um, he's he's uh, he's the, he's the most like his way or the highway. Yep. Type well, we thing. have to pick a random topic soon. Go faster. But he makes he makes <laughs> he makes good decisions or like he makes decisions quick. Where somebody like me will him and ha and na 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 and be like, oh, let's get consensus and take forever. So like, there's there's upsides and downsides to that. So which one am I? Steady. For sure, which is the nice guy one, in, if you want to call it that. Um, and I'm <laughs> I. Which, on this show. I'm I, which is the influencer uh, one. Uh, so. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, it's the best of them. It, 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 I don't want to say it's the best, but you can infer that. <laughs> All right, let's get to a random. Yeah. Song. I, I, I think I think that those things are true in different contexts, and that we're we're not stuck to one. Because on oh, this no, show, I talk and you guys talk over me all the time. But on the other show I do, it doesn't happen. So I'm like a, maybe I'm a D here, but I'm a F somewhere else, you know. So. Definitely are a D. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's do this. Uh, pull the random topic generator, Mike. Let's see what we get. There we go. The diesel-powered <laughs> wonder of engineering. At our see how he did that? Such an F. I think I might be a little quiet. No, we're just talking over you. This is an interesting topic because I know the bow is an expert on it. The topic is uh, microwavable foods or convenience foods. Oh, well, let let me – what is it? Dispose you? Let me dispel you. Let me disabuse you. That's the word I want. Let me disabuse you of that statement. I haven't owned a microwave in 10 years. Is that a word? So what have you been eating? Popcorn? I chips? use a thing called an oven and a stove to make food. I do not own a microwave. Convenience foods? Let's be honest. Is it convenient? Oh, I'm sure they're them? boxed and full of salt plus, I don't know, frozen bull semen to make like, it, is it a box? Is it a box of something frozen that says cook for 20 minutes and turn halfway? <laughs> you, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's real food, though. <laughs> <laughs> Everything takes 20 minutes to cook in the oven. It's not 20. It's 40 to 60. You know, you get those really good St. Hubert chicken pot pies. Mmm, so good. You can save it for later. <laughs> Put it back in the oven. I don't microwave. So, I don't reheat food in a microwave. But when I, when you lived in that apartment building, I, you pretty much ate com- pizza there, pops. There was a time when my diet consisted solely of pizza pops. It's true. There so, was a time, but that's that was many so the, years ago. Are they good? I mean, as a different man, you know, you're bringing you're dredging up my shameful past here on the show. Well, I okay. Well, I've spent I spent much of my early twenties eating terribly, uh, which which is to say, I consisted a lot of on frozen pogos. Uh, which you put in the oven 
for 90 seconds, I still recall. Wrap it in a paper towel, put the pogo in the microwave oven. Hey, nice little snack. And pizza pizza pockets of various sorts. For our American and, listeners, um, uh, that's corn dogs, I believe. They don't know what pogos are. Well, I didn't pogo is it's still a brand name down there, isn't it? I don't maybe, know. maybe they say, yeah, they it's say a corn, corn dog. dog. Yeah. It's a hot dog wrapped in a something. <laughs> Sweet delicious batter <laughs> in cardboard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but I ate a lot of them. And uh yeah, I I mean, I think of it as me eating shit is what I think of. <laughs> what I think of convenience foods. Okay. Uh but I put it in the microwave for 90 seconds and then I was eating the pogo, so it was So question and, is this topic microwave the device or is it the type of foods that you microwave? No, because you can use microwaves for industrial no, uh, I think applications. Foods. So we don't want to we don't want to talk about microwaves oh. themselves. Why are oh. you like cooking your are you like cooking your filet mignon in the microwave? No, Pretty but... much anything you're gonna cook in a microwave is probably not good food. No, no, no. That's not true. I reheat leftovers all the time in the microwave it's and it's you know <laughs> leftover pizza <I'm>, pops <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just saying that microwaves are if we're talking about microwaves they're a tool and that sort of stuff and and uh you know you don't necessarily wouldn't necessarily use them all the time no. you use them when you know when applicable but for me like it's they've saved me a lot of time a lot of time uh yeah, yeah. i mean they yeah reheating stuff but like microwavable foods foods that you buy yeah, that okay so we're talking about cook. like so convenience food. Now, the only convenient food I think that I regularly buy right now is our frozen pizzas, um, like pizzas that are uh, right. Now, there's this grocery store chain. Um, I think it's I don't know if it's just local to Ottawa or Canada. It's called Farm Boy, and they have these. They have this in-house brand of frozen pizzas, and they're they're pretty they're pretty good. Um, and so we'll my wife and I will get those, and we you know we stick them in the oven or whatever and cook them. Uh, but aside, so so we don't use a microwave to cook the entire frozen pizza. Um, but aside from that, I've never actually, like, I will go into, like, a diner and have a pogo or have, like, chicken figures or whatever. But for the most part, I won't go to the grocery store and buy it and then, like, microwave it. So I'm not, I've never even, like, when I ate poorly, I was, that was not my poison, you know, pick your poison. That w- wasn't it for me. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think I've definitely enjoyed pogos in the microwave, pizza pops especially. And you know what's fun about pizza pops? You can, we can microwave them right in the box, and you got a plate. You just take part, you tear the one side yes. of the. So so because I don't like doing <laughs> dishes, you can take the box they come in and tear off the like one side of it, and then they make like a bowl shaped plate so they don't fall out, and you you cook them right in in the box. Are you <laughs> supposed to put cardboard in the microwave? Sure, why not? What's the worst that could happen? Oh, just metal you can't put in. Yeah, yeah. There's, I don't. Know, who knows if there's metal particulate in the box product that they have? But I think I'm fine. Maybe I, in the. Ink. I just. I just find like. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not sure if you guys watch the Daily Show with John Stewart. Sometimes he would he would pull out like one of the, the most ridiculous, uh, made in America microwavable 
junk food products like and it would be like you know cheese whiz inside of a pretzel inside of like a hot dog or oh, whatever there, like it would be um, wasn't there bacon mayonnaise or something like that yeah the bacon ma- oh. yeah it would always be like the the, <laughs> the most like crazy crap and i always remember thinking that that's like circling the drain as a society almost like the idiocracy you know donald trumpism like this is this is that stuff i i lump it all together and it's not again it's not like i'm a super healthy food guy i'm i'm totally not but like the type of foods in the frozen section um i'm i'm not i'm not big on and i'm not sure are they are they more affordable cuz that's like for i'm trying to think of positives here of these types of foods and i think like well they probably last longer uh like through nuclear holocausts and stuff like that and they they may very well likely be less expensive and i know bo you've told me in the past that like when it comes to produce you pretty much don't buy fresh produce and i was like god you don't need vegetables and you said oh no i do just frozen or whatever like preserved so like i'm wondering if if they're if they're just overall this type of food is cheaper than 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 well it, it is cheaper food. in the long run to buy a bag of frozen vegetables than it is for me to buy produce because I end up throwing out sixty percent of it because it goes bad before I use all of it as uh, I don't have a family I'm not making big meals like I can't buy a thing of carrots I'll have one carrot I'll use it on something and save it and then it'll go bad and those take a long time to go bad and they'll still go bad. And I'll, so it just makes me feel bad. So at least if it's frozen, I feel like I'm not throwing money down the drain. Um, when I need frozen, when I need corn, I have corn, you know. So yeah, yeah and all but, those are arguably, I guess, included in the convenience foods. I would think of anything in that area of the grocery store that the nutritionists tell you to avoid. <laughs> like the, they're like stick to the stick to like the produce and like fresh meat sections and avoid frozen the frozen section and the boxed dry goods section um and <clears throat> i feel like my wife cooks almost always like from scratch and she's a good cook and i am left to my own devices kind of like whole, almost wholly a convenience food person like i would easily any day be like oh i'm going to put uh, you know, Captain Highliner's uh, frozen fish slabs in the in the oven, and then some French fries, and then hey, I got fish and chips. You know, that's convenience cooking, and and the reason that I do that um, is because of just if if I don't have the time to cook, or or I don't have the desire or time to cook, it's just easy, and and so many uh, times I just will have other priorities in the day. There are things that I would rather do uh i that's a good point is you don't have the like and i'm like you i don't have the desire to like i don't i don't take enjoyment in the preparation of of food and i don't think i don't think any of us do really because my friend eric loves cooking for groups i don't i'm not into that so for me it's like i want to get food that's pretty good into my belly as quick as possible so how am i going to do that and I mean, like, yeah, I'm, and I'm more like, yeah, for sure, more like you. I'm, I'm, and I'm busy enough with stuff or whatever that I just, because I, I do like cooking. Like, a, like I'll occasionally like to cook, like I don't know, you know, a big chicken with, you know, uh, 
carrots and potatoes and things on the sides or whatever. But I need, I need for me to do that. I need a ton of time. Like I, I can't just whip that up. I'm not, I'm not like that. If if I'm gonna cook something that's good, like a, like a, like a nice big piece of meat and a bunch of nice sides and it's in the oven and you've prepared them and seasoned everything well. For me, that takes hours. It's pretty much only will happen. It's like a rainy Sunday and it's like one in the afternoon and I'll be like, I'm not, I don't have much to do right now. And then I'll be like, ah, oh, maybe I'll cook, maybe I'll cook a big roast or something and I'll look up a recipe and then I'll go to the grocery store, get the ingredients and spend all afternoon chopping up. And I really love doing that, but it took me half the day. And it's like, and I would be like, yeah, if that's all I did, I could get, I could get behind that. But I feel like most of us, any given day, you, you go to work or, you know, you, you're getting home at five thirty or six. It's tough sometimes to like, you know, put time into like good cooking, and it's pretty easy to put a frozen pizza in the oven, which you know I have a couple in my freezer right now. We don't eat them. I mostly eat well because my wife does love cooking and can kind of whip things together. But if you're not that kind of person who just whips up ingredients into some kind of awesome dish that's made out of healthy things, if you need a recipe and you need to plan, it's hard to do that in like half an hour. So I, that's kind of my problem. So I've definitely used a lot of the convenience foods. Yeah, yeah, that's my problem too is I don't get it together quick. I belabor it. It is always a, you know, big hour to two hour ordeal when I cook anything. Well, I remember one time, Bo, you came, you came to my apartment. This is years ago. And you were into this – you had this Jamie Oliver app yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And you made this like pasta with like sausage stuff. And it was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, but I – but I remember it was like, you know, it was like it took you a while to do it and you had you had to make a trip to the grocery store first to get the ingredients and you had the recipe in hand. And that's exactly how I cook too. And it's because you need really, to have that time. What's funny about that recipe is that in the Jamie Oliver app, it was under the 20 minutes or less section of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, I got to go to the grocery store and I got to cut all the ingredients and make them fresh. It's like, man, are we ever going to eat, Bo? I'm like... Still getting it ready. It's super important, but it's like supposed to be a twenty-minute meal, right? And I'm like, clearly well, not for me. That's the same thing with me too. And it's like, yeah, sure. If I have all the ingredients laid in front of me, I'm like, yeah, I could maybe do it in twenty minutes or half an hour too. But I mean, yeah. I spend half an hour finding a recipe for something because I'm like, well, well what's, you know, what's, like, what was great about that pasta sauce actually is that you didn't cook it. You just you mix it all together and then you steamed the vet the the noodles and the noodles would cook the sauce. And so it's always nice when you make food that doesn't require it to be there's nothing worse than overcooked eggs or overcooked anything like you the literally ingredients can cook other ingredients, which is an interesting concept. But anyways, talking about microwave I, food, though, I find like when you talk about this type of food, the t- the period of time in people's lives that jumps right to mind is college because you're that's the time where like okay so you've been nurtured your whole life or whatever you're you're growing up your mom's taking care of you and all this sort of stuff and then you're thrown out into the wild you live by yourself i know mike and i lived lived together and i I remember um one of my big things was ham sandwiches because that was extremely easy i got bread i got lettuce i got cheese i got ham little mayo boom cooking with gas but when I wanted to make something, one of the big things that Mike and I would have was that Lipton had these like sidekicks, which is essentially <laughs> fancy craft dinner to the most oh, yeah. part. Like I love those. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like we would have the bacon carbonara one, which was essentially like noodles, you know, whatever. You added milk, you added butter, what you cooked it in a pot, 
And then, you, you know, take whatever, 12, 15 minutes. And often with supper, I would be like ham sandwich, bacon carbonara, Lipton thing. Like that was my... <laughs> That was my thing, and and uh, and Mike had Mike had a bunch of it as well, and it and we had a roommate Cody who was really big into like he would be into food preparation and he would he would sometimes do these big meals and all this sort of thing, uh, but we were totally you know totally the other way, um, and and afterwards as you grow as an an adult you learn how to make some meals some of us more than others and and maybe you take a growing interest in it and you move away from these meals but they do pro- provide kind of like there's they are a varying nutritional quality they're generally never great but like some are worse than others obviously and they do provide kind of training wheels into the world of like culinary cuisine for some people i know chefs around the world are cringing when i say that but bear in mind that people don't just (laughs) immediately become chefs they have to learn somewhere they have to get the taste for some stuff and like honestly like the first bacon carbonara type thing i ever had was that lipton friggin sidekick and yeah and they're they're still kind of tasty i do i haven't i haven't had one of those in probably a decade but i'm like now that you mentioned like oh yeah i go for one of those big carbonara things are pretty good uh but it's also funny like i realized that i had one of these in some ways annoying well it didn't seem annoying to me at the time childhood where my mom basically did the cooking it was like sort of super traditional you know my mom would cook meals for us and i'd be like i don't want to cook when i was a kid and i would just go and eat dinner you know and then i'd go play video games or play outside or do whatever the hell i was doing as a kid and i never thought about cooking and never i never learned those skills from her because it just i didn't want to when i was a kid and i don't think she cared that much to try to get me this is no fault on on her but my mom's a great mom but like you know i didn't learn those skills from her because i was just engaged in other things and then that kind of followed me into it's funny like you say college like for sure college and then i also think of like the time in my life after college when i was like pretty i played a lot lot of video games and i think of like i had a lot of video times where you're playing you know you're into some gaming session and then it's like i go through a pogo in the microwave i'm back in 90 seconds (laughs) and then i keep playing the game for another three hours like i i spent a lot of time doing stuff like that too where you're just like and again it didn't even have to be like gaming it doesn't matter what you're doing it's more like if you're engaged in anything else it just enables you to keep doing it so it could be something really productive as well you know you're doing something you're enjoying it you like it you know, do you really want to take three hours off to cook a big pot roast with all the fixings, or do you want to just put some in the microwave and then get back to the thing that you're passionate about or whatever? And that's the allure and well, utility of convenience foods, but for sure they're shittier, like for you. I, I had a really busy week this week, like at work. It was just crazy, crazy busy. And uh, I'm, believe it or not, not known for bringing my lunch. Um, and so, uh, so I didn't even have time to go downstairs. So I'm I'm just I'm just working. I'm in and out of meetings and and I'm not eating. And then one day one one day it's noted that I'm sort of not eating. And one of my colleagues like made lunch for me at home and brought it in and made like a pity Aww, lunch. That's nice. What? I had a thanks. coworker. I had a coworker Wait. do that for me too. Actually, it's nice. Thanks, Val. I just if you're listening, thank you. Mm. It, and Colleague it was, or underling? 
it was great. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Now here's here's the deal though. Um, it, it if you ever go into the the frozen section, and I see a lot of people making their lunches like this. There's the, there's these like you know what is it, Hardy Man or like uh, or Hungry Man and and oh all yeah, these, it's like, Hungry Man. It's the Hungry Man's. Well, they have a, a lot of like these individual TV dinners, I think is what they call And like it's for me, it's a generational thing. At one point, I think TV dinners were a big deal. But there's still people that buy a bunch of these and then then bring them in for lunch. And I know that they have dubious nutritional value compared to fresh food. So you've got like often like a – The nitrates, of, man. You've got a piece of meat and you've got green – green uh, peas and you've got other you know other other sort of stuff I've had one of those in the oven before but it's like you get them and then you then you can just bring them like they're in portable containers you bring them in and then you have a lunch and then you eat and you take the time to eat and hopefully that there's some like nutritional uh, uh you know benefit there of course you don't want to be just eating these things but like the fact that they're there that allow busy you know busy people um time to eat at all i think is a i think is a pretty good thing it's it is again it's the utility of it i'm still not sure what i think about these whole things being i've eaten a lot of them i am the type of person who they appeal to but i also think of them as like for sure they're because if they're full of preservatives and a lot of them will try to put the vegetables in it but like it's just not it's not the way i would even make vegetables and i'm not like a good cook but if i'm if i'm cooking a recipe that has vegetables and it's like there's lots of vegetables in it but oftentimes you get these little tv dinner things like ones that you try to get healthy like i had like this one that was like a thai something or other i'm like oh this would be good and it's like these little like tiny little pieces of like vegetables throughout and he's like ah you know it's not food made with care it's food made in assembly line so it's like it's it's never it's never going to be great food uh it's going to feed you and um was i telling you guys recently about this thing called soylent it's like yeah. human kibble. Do we talk about it on the show? Uh, yeah, we. Yeah, you, I can't you remember. mentioned it. I heard no, about it. On I'm this... pretty sure it was on the show. Yeah, we might have. Yeah, and I heard about it on this on the stuff you should know podcast. They did an episode on it, and I this had always appealed to me as someone who would just be like, sometimes I just need to feed myself. I'd rather just drink this stuff, and it exists, soylent, nutritionally balanced or whatever, and then get on with my day rather than eat this kind of stuff that's in some ways pretending to be good food, hmm. because none of this stuff ever compares to if you go to a good restaurant and order the same thing, right? You know, even a pizza. Although, it's like, although restaurant stuff pizza? is often doused in fats and shit. That other yeah, no, but it's, but it's but it's also prepared fresh and mm-hmm. by someone who probably knows what they're doing. Sure, and, and that I think makes half the difference. I, it's just like and and the preservative aspect. And the other negative thing I wanted to say about it was packaging. If you eat these things all the time, like there's and the portions are generally small because they're kind of lunch portioned and it's like plastic bowl disposable in a box with with the little sheet like if you Mm -hmm. eat these every day you're just like throwing shit out constantly whereas if you know you go to the grocery store and buy produce and meat or whatever cook it on your pots and pans at home eat it on your dishes it's like you know there's only the packaging of the of of the in the the meat or you know if you're in the produce section you can just put a handful of peas into your you know shopping cart or whatever and then pay for them so that's the downside. I think all the packaging around the. Do you think we're just like on a stepping stone to a place where we can get those convenience foods that are healthy with few side, few health impacts? Like, does it 
Is the very nature of making food this way have to be with preservatives, therefore it has to not be good for the human body? Because I think ultimately, if you just, if you take out that aspect of the debate and say, like, if you want to eat something made with TLC, you can have it. And if you want to have convenience food, you can have it. Who cares? It's just preference. But I think the issue with the microwavable foods is that it, it does have a health impact on people. It is not good for you. There's a reason for it, and I can't think of all the reasons right now, but like long-term consumption of foods this way, even if it's only for your lunches, does have a negative health impact on people. Well, I, I think in, in, in Mike bad. said, Mike said um, like if you always, or a lot, like if you're always eating these things, if you're always, and, and, and Bo talking about the long-term, like to me, that's true. Like there's clearly negative, like we talk about nitrates, we talk about things, we talk about packaging, all of that is true. So for where I'm torn is, is, I mean, there is value to these things. We've talked about the, you know, the convenience we've talked about like training wheels and, and getting you into, to food. Maybe even you wouldn't have tried otherwise. Um, the ease of use, all of that sort of stuff. And then on the other hand, you've got like, if you eat just this stuff all the time, it's going to be, you're going to have negative health impacts. Uh, like my, I know Mike says he eats quite a bit of it. Bo might eat quite a bit of it, but is that, you know, this odds are, it's not all you eat. It's more of an exception than a rule. In, in which case I think it's like, it's neat that these things are there. It's if it becomes a rule that I have an issue with, if this is like, you're okay. Yeah, uh, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I got my menu planned, and it's all coming from the freezer section of the Loblaws or the the food, whatever. Um, that's probably going to have long term negative health implications, even if you're having the peas and the whatever and vegetables. And I would say, I never, if I cook some that's like, you know, I put it in the oven and. and you know, it's done in 20 minutes, whatever it is. The other day we had chicken burgers. Should eat chicken burgers. My kid likes them, and, you know, I don't mind them or whatever, in the oven. And uh, <laughs> it's a convenience food, and it was like one of these days of like, uh, um, you know, didn't have a lot of time, so we just threw those in the oven. But I never I never feel, and even though I have eaten a lot of this food, and I often l- l- like it enough, I don't ever feel good about having made it, really. Like, I'm always not, it's like, it's not really no. cooking, you know, I put the thing in the oven. Whereas those times when I was describing earlier, like, if, if I have, like, you know, it's a rainy Sunday, and I got the whole afternoon, and I don't have anything planned, and I make a big dinner, I, f- I usually feel really good after I've done it, and usually during it, too. Because it's like, I found, well, afterwards, I found the recipe, you know, I'll put some music on or whatever, start cooking. I have a good time, and I really enjoy it. But the key difference, and I think part of the issue around this whole convenience food topic, <clears throat> is is in the, the time. And it's like, and I feel like we all live for whatever reason, one reason or another, these these lives of like we never have enough time, right, to do everything we want to do. And I would just be like, my ideal would just be like, if my life was m- more relaxed, where there was more built-in time every day, to just be like. Okay, I have a couple hours to get some food together. What do I want to eat? And then I have time to go to the grocery store, whatever. I feel like my life would be better if I could if I could live like that. But 
it's not realistic for most people. I mean, you wouldn't have to do it every day because you might split it up with your spouse or whatever. But, but I mean, to me, that would be the the more ideal is to not feel like I need convenience foods. And a lot of these things are, are, are my own choosing that I'm like, oh, I'm busy doing this and I want to do it. And that's my own choosing. But I feel like probably would be better if I just had a little bit more balance in terms of like work and and hobbies or whatever to take a little bit more time away from them to be like oh cooking make a good meal but we live in the the fast-paced modern lifestyle and it doesn't afford a lot of time for slowing down take an afternoon think about what you want to eat you know and, and, and work. usually when you're you make talking like about that, you're talking about leisure activities and hobbies i'm distracted by all this stuff but for the most part it the day that you have time to work to to do your big meal is a weekend day because during the during the work week doesn't matter what your job is like generally you come back and you're like i'm tired i and potentially hungry i just want to get this done you know i just want to and so i know and that's like the whole point but i felt like that that was saying that was kind of like that's my that's part of my whole issue is that the work week doesn't afford you that time to to do that and i find now that i have a little a little kid it's that much tougher where it's like the time and i and i am off with him some of the time so in theory, I should be doing some of this cooking, but it's amazing how much like time it eats up to be with like a toddler all day. And, and sometimes he'll be having his nap and be like, ah, now's the time I would go to the grocery store and get the thing I need, but I don't, I don't have the ingredients for this recipe. Ah, I guess I'll just put fish sticks in the oven or whatever the hell, you know. <laughs> and, and and that doesn't always happen, but because cooking is not something that comes naturally to me or that I'm naturally passionate about – uh, I, I need that extra time to do it. And I just wish I had it. I guess that's my bottom line. Like, I wish we didn't need convenience foods. I wish it was just we all worked a bit less, had a bit more time, and balanced our lives better so that, you know, and it's a self-criticism too to be like, ah, I should, I should stop usually what I'm doing an hour ahead of time, you know, and think about it and make a healthy meal. And I will almost always feel better if I do that than if I would just be like, ah, put the pogo in the oven, eat it, and get back to what I'm doing. I mean, there was a time in my life where I would have felt better doing that, but now that I'm older, I think I appreciate the the nice meal more. Not every day, because I'm not, I'm not that much of a cook, but uh, a couple times a week, it would be good for me. Bo, I have a question just for you, just because um, what Mike said resonated to me a little bit, especially having the toddler and balancing all that, and we're making a meal for three, you know, for three, two adults and a kid and all that, so it affects what we buy. It affects how we approach stuff. It affects how we organize ourselves and stuff. As a as a single guy who just has to worry, you know, worry about himself. And you definitely, you come back. You're still tired from your workday and all that. But you know, being lazy on a meal doesn't penalize anybody except yourself, really. Sure. Like, are are you more like? Do you, do you are you more likely to go with that option like get like a convenience food or are you more likely to be like well I don't have a toddler pulling on my leg so I'm gonna take the time to make a big meal like what what what's your I mean I, I'm back and forth uh, it depends on the time that I have in the day I'm more likely to make better stuff for myself on the weekend but mostly I eat convenience foods I would say just because. I want to get back to whatever it was I'm doing. I live by myself, so there's no, literally no ritual around eating. Like, you guys have families, so dinner time is the time for everyone to catch up and chat. Dinner time is just, well, I feel a little pain in my stomach. Let me, I want to make that go away. So sometimes it's a smart choice. Like, at the grocery, at the Metro near us, Crofton, they make those sandwiches, those wraps. Those aren't bad. It's fresh ingredients in there for the most part. Yeah, yeah. The pita bread's, you know, questionable, but nothing fast foody about it. 
Nope. Um, or I'll buy like, you know, there's um, the herb and spice here or whatever. Like I'll pick up fruits and vegetables if I intend on eating them that day. I don't maintain a big balance of groceries in my house, cause, especially unless it's frozen goods because it goes bad unless I want it that day. But I'm very fortunate that there's a place across the street to buy fruits and vegetables and there's a place down the road to pick up meat. Like it's very... Yeah, so, I, guess, I guess. Although that's, I will that's say true. right now, my my poison that I do have is I'll go to the grocery store and I'll get a nice steak. I'll get a nice steak, completely yeah. fresh, the fresh those nice good steaks, and then I'll buy three packs of ramen noodles and have like a gorgeous steak and a pile of shit ramen noodles. And and I've, I've, <laughs> Wait, I mean, how do you cook? Ramen noodles would be one of those things. I didn't even think about them when we were talking about these instant foods, but like they're yeah. I guarantee huge business. Yeah. You put boiling water it's into like forty nine. How do you se- cook your your steak? You don't have a barbecue. Uh, frying pan for about thirty seconds. Frying pan isn't that like terrible for? It's terrible if you're cooking it. Um, I sear the outside, and the inside's mostly raw. Mm, yes, so yeah, yes, so it it warms it up and keeps the flavor, but it's juicy and delicious. Steak. I think I'd be like Bo, though. Like, I, you know, if I was by myself and all that, I would be, fo- you know, focusing on, you know, what's easy, what can I consume quickly and, and move on. And to that end, I would appreciate I would appreciate those meals because I don't have a love. I don't have a love for cooking. And like, yeah, I don't mind doing it. Like when Mike, when you're explaining it, oh, the, the bells and the whistles and the oh, taking the time and getting the ingredients. Look, if I do that every once in a while, I, yeah, I, I, I will be, I'll feel good about it or whatever that one time as, a, as I would a special event, like a special occasion, but doing it regularly, I know myself, I it would just, it would just annoy me. And if I was by myself in particular, having things that are tailor made to just, you know, me, one individual I can go in. I mean, I, I think I would, I think I would appreciate that. I'm in a different space where I'm looking to do a meal for a family. And so, I but mean, it's it, different. I'm going to air away from. I'm going to go away from that. It's expensive fast food, but honestly, steak is the best. Like any beef product, except for like a roast beef or something, because you actually don't have to cook it for very long. If you sort of get, I had um, well, you guys know Danny. We worked with him at CCTS. He's a trained chef before he came to work with me at the place I just mentioned. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever mentioned on the show. I was like. Eh. Um, and Day he, job confirmed. So he taught me. Uh, he taught me how to cook steak on a frying pan to make it taste good, which is and just like, don't cook it. Like you literally sear the sides and then that's it. It cooks itself and you eat a little raw and it's delicious and juicy. And that's true of like eggs. Eggs you cook for like thirty seconds, like until they start to s- solidify. Then take them off if you're doing scrambled eggs. Even if you're not doing scrambled eggs, you don't have to cook it. And it's like it's this weird thing because it's like. Oh, microwave. I cook a pizza pop. It takes three minutes. That's how long it literally takes to cook steak or eggs or some of the stuff you can buy that's normal. So I find I – that's why I combine a lot of the two. I'm like, sweet. I want a quick meal. I'm going to buy a steak and ramen noodles because both are cookable. It takes longer to cook the ramen noodles than the steak. And I need to find something that I but, can cook as fast as the steak. And actually. it's true that those things are like – but if you're cooking something like – like my wife will often make a risotto. But she'll make like a risotto from – uh, from scratch and it takes quite a yes, while like yes, here's, yes. you know if you buy a package risotto it takes 20 minutes but it mm-hmm. takes a lot longer she's doing things with like you know lemon peel and all these different spices and maybe it's like saffron in it for god's sakes and it's like it'll be good uh but it takes it takes a lot longer for sure yeah. i mean okay for me i'm about ready for verdicts i don't know what yeah. you guys are thinking here but uh, but i 
I could say I know what I'm going to land on this. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm down for ver- I'm down for verdicts too. My, uh, Crofton. Yep. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> I think Crofton's going to be leading negative on his verdict today. <laughs> yeah, the hockey game I appears got... to not be going. <laughs> oh, you broke the fourth it. wall. I wasn't going to say anything. We're just going to tease him. Okay. Hey, I can see he's watching TV. All right, there we go. Here comes you can't see nothing. I turned it off, right? Order, I said. Order in the I, I would just say. I would just say that uh, that. Uh, Unless my animated description of that cooking w- was providing the type of reflections that I could see on your face, I would be. I'm very surprised. It was probably a hockey game that was that was playing on the screen. But anyways, potentially, I'll go first. Um, so <laughs> so uh, it's commercial. Let's get it over. I hate it. No. Um, it. I found this topic kind of. It's kind of interesting. Uh, and it made me self-reflect quite a lot about like both my food choices and like food choices throughout my life, how I am as a person, how I would be if my situation was, was different, you know? Um, and, and like, I recognize that most of these instant or, or quick cooking meals are not great for you. Um, there, there are obviously a wide scope and I talked about the type that circled the drain of humanity earlier and on on the other end you've got stuff that's trying to be nutritionally balanced i know like weight watchers and all sorts of stuff have like convenience foods you can buy and i and i get why like convenience is 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 big and people's time is valuable and i agree with what mike's saying that it'd be really great like if we had the time in our lives to balance them properly, including our, you know, our our cooking and our cuisine, and I know dietitians would tell us, oh, you know, it's very important to to have a a balance a balanced meal. But like, I mean, for me, cooking is it's never been a priority, and I like having the option. I like that that option is there. It means that I'm not going to take advantage of it all the time. That convenience food option, but I'm glad that it's there. So because of that. I can't necessarily say that it's bad, even though I would never want to like just eat nonstop convenience food. But on the other hand, like I mean, there's a lot of negative, and Mike did a good job of like talking about the waste, talking about the long-term health effects, the fact that nitrates, the way that these things are put together. So because of that, I'm gonna just say, you know, I think this topic is is well made for this verdict. I'm gonna say, convenience foods are really just bullshit. I like how he found time to compliment himself. <laughs> He's oh, like, it's, it's a pretty good verdict. It's bullshit. Um, I'm going to go next, or you have to go next because you're the host. No, person. I'll go next. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny because, like, we're talking about this. This is, this is a, sort of a weird one for me in that I am, like, I maybe I've eaten the most convenient food of all of us. I, it's it's true that even in the college days, I think Crofton's making his ham sandwich, which isn't really, you know, where I might eat in the pogo back then. Um, and I still will go to those things often. So I'm kind of like, I use them often. Um, I really think they're probably a bad thing. And it, not just for the health benefits, but the fact that I think, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're losing that kind of, what it means to cook food, what it means to prepare food. As I get older, I'm kind of trying to, I'm sort of finding value in stuff like slowing down, you know, appreciating the day-to-day ritual of just living, you know, which is something like 
cooking a meal, right, and looking at ingredients, seeing how they work together. I don't even love cooking, but I can appreciate that that's something probably we should all do more of. Uh, but that's not the world we live in. We live in one where no one has any time. You know, you got to fit all these things in. And so the role of convenience food is not going anywhere. Um, so I, even though as much as I want to give this one bad to be like the world would be better if we all worked less, had more time for cooking our food, knew how to balance our vices better so that we all had – we all spent more time cooking healthy meals for us, that would be better. Um I I just feel like I'd be too much of a hypocrite because I've eaten so much of these things. Uh, so I got to have to just stick with, but it is bullshit. And I feel like I hopefully before I die, will have got to a point where I cook good food at least a couple times a week instead of just like once. So I'm going to go with bullshit. I'm going to echo Crofton's <laughs> verdict. You know, son, oftentimes it tastes like bullshit too. Son, it looks like it's soylent. For, for you again Honestly, today. The Soylent, like, I was talking with my wife about that, and she's like, and I was like, I'm going to get some, man. And especially if I was single, I'd be all over that Soylent. I'd be like, I don't care what it tastes like. It's nutritionally balanced. Uh, it's better than any crap you're going to put in your microwave for 90 seconds in that sense. And, but, and it fills you? Know, you? The my key kids, is My it, kid's not going to eat Soylent. It fills you? It fills you, Soylent? Yeah, makes you feel full, gives you calories. You should report, look it up. Report, allegedly, like, none of us have tried it. We don't know, right? We don't even know uh, anyone the guys, who does it. The guys, the guys on on uh, stuff you should know tried it and they gave it a little review and they're like, you know, it's not that bad, and it makes you feel full, gives you your caloric needs. Mm, and Mike's stock just cleared, so he can promo it completely ethically now. Buy soil and green. Oh, I get it. <laughs> On my oh, website. <laughs> All I, right. I, I've not tried. It, it was more that it's funny because it's called Soylent. When I heard of this thing, I used to refer to it as, and I remember saying this to people before. I'm like, you know, like my cat has cat kibble or dogs I've had dog kibble. I'm like, why can't there just be human kibble where you just have a big sack of something and it's the same thing you eat I every agree. day? I would just eat that stuff, you know, and be like, it feeds you, keeps you healthy. You don't have to think. You just eat the fucking kibble and go about your business. <laughs> that's yeah, what I want. I, I agree. I agree. That should be, that's true. Meanwhile, right. dogs are like yeah. looking at, the, looking Wait, at your right. food Hang and on. being Silos. like, God damn it. Silos. Why can't we have that delicious human food? We look, eat look, the shit Look at what I'm doing dog. with my hands here. It's silo. Silo time. My verdict. It's Bo's turn. I'm stroking my silo. Okay. So the, um, I, you know what? I have like things in the universe and there's very little time to like the things that i like and one of the biggest pains in the ass is cook preparing food and having to cook it like three times a day or just even organizing where to get it what to do with it and all that shit and it goes bad i couldn't be more irritated yet i understand how important food is to a good life you know ask anyone who's a, centen- a centennial or a centurion what's a person that lives 100 years or more centenarian centenarian they're always like, "What's your secret?" They're like, Fastest growing I, "I ate good food." Dinner. They always say, "They always lay it at the feet of food." It's like it seems like the key thing to living a long, you know, cool life, and and it couldn't be less interested. But I think that that's a good thing. We want to be doing other things. I'm not going to dwell a lot on it, guys. Regular listeners, you know where I'm going with this. We're trying to become energy beings, or live in a hive mind, or dispose of some of the more irritating things our body needs. Like we have to eat every day in order to be energetic and live full lives i'd like i'd rather just have that without the need to eat or plug myself into a power outlet for two minutes and then be fine so we're working on that and i think convenience foods is a step in that direction but it's not a good one we're not there yet so i'm approving of 
a direction we go to where we don't need to eat, but can be energized in some alternative way that is much more convenient. We're going to improve upon the human body. So I, while I think it's not there yet, I think the pursuit of convenience foods is a noble one. It's just its current iteration. It's more about cost savings and trash than it is about doing that, which I think the Soylent thing is the spirit of that. What if you could just drink something for two seconds and be done? Sounds great. So, on in principle, I believe in the principles of convenience food. I say that it is good. Yeah! Hive mind, baby. So, um... I can't believe yeah. you brought it back to that. Um, okay, listeners, if you would like to let us know what you think about convenience food, please do so at your convenience. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well done. get in touch with us go to our website goodbadbull.com from there you can find all the ways to reach us including email goodbadbull at gmail.com please send us a note we read it on the air send us a tweet at goodbadbull you could like us on facebook uh, if you want to engage with us there and if you haven't subscribed to the show please do so google play our itunes wherever you get your uh, podcasts and we also have um a patreon uh account is that what you call it (laughs) we have some lovely patreon supporters who help who help keep the show going we really do appreciate their support it's patreon.com slash good bad bull i believe yeah and you know if you do uh, support you'll be joining the likes of some podcasting luminaries you know we have we've got ryan murphy as a supporter it's a big name in the industry we got got scott johnson as a supporter you're in good company when you're supporting the Good, Bad, or Bullshit show. Just saying. And, Sorry to interrupt. And yeah, and even if you're not a famous podcaster, we really do appreciate your support. <laughs> Every bit helps. Yeah. You don't have to be famous. Thanks, Bo's mom. Exactly. <laughs> and um, my mom, by the way, big shout out to my mom of all the moms, the most supportive of the moms here. Although, they're all great, but she's a patron too. Yeah, my mom doesn't care. Um <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if uh, if our listeners want to find out about your personal eating preferences, where can uh, Bo? Where can people follow you? All right, follow me at Bo Schwartz. Find out what I'm eating, when I'm open, opening my legendary or my veteran loot boxes and heroes. I have seventy loot boxes. I'm saving up. Everyone wants, wants to know when I'm going to stream it and open them, and I don't know yet. That, mean, or, or, that or, means nothing to me when you just said that. <laughs> I'm a loot box tycoon, Michael. It's like an inside joke, but and, I, and, I'm not, you know. And also, you can find out other stuff. I take pictures of myself on occasion, and I'll post them on my Twitter. Often, uh, people find of out your which face. You. Yeah. Okay. Thank oh, God. Oh, selfie. It's all the rave on the internet, Crofton. <laughs> I'll Snapchat it. <laughs> Maybe I'll even Facebook it. Okay, Crofton. Where can people follow you? They can uh, follow me at their convenience yeah. at Croft and Steers. See what he did there? At Croft and Steers. On Twitter. Uh, it's Twitter. Twitter. And uh, <laughs> follow me on Snapchat, just Twitter. Yeah, Snapchat sucks. Almost, I've decided all social media sucks. What did I give that again? Was it probably just... Really? Really? When did you come to this conclusion? We don't... <laughs> It's big news. <laughs> you changed your material all of a sudden. But I, but I hate it even more now, recently. Um, shoulder, watch his verdicts just get more and more extreme. <laughs> no, it's sort of like you you can you can see the – it's not – I wouldn't call it extreme. It's the evolution of my mm-hmm. brain. Uh, anyways, okay. I'm at ML Hodgins. I'm still on Twitter for now, but I'm sure I'll quit that soon as well. <laughs> I can't believe – hold on. Bo brought his verdict back to the hive mind somehow – 
and I know that that verdict is a topper. I cannot wait for it because there is <laughs> so much I think he has not thought about that I cannot wait to talk about. It's, and also, it's... I wonder sometimes if Bo is like, you keep talking about the hive mind, Bo, but do you really just mean transhumanism? Well, that's oh, part no. of it. But, but, but the hive mind, I'm, I'm talking about the hive mind, sharing brain power, coexisting in a more intimate way with one another than we can possibly imagine. Yeah, you've not thought about this. And anyways, we'll save it for the episode, <laughs> but I can't wait. I think you've not think thought about, about this. I'm, like, I cannot I'm wait. gonna tap out right now. Tap, tap, tap. I'm telling you, the Iron Mind will be great. It'll that, ep- the, that the, episode, the, I feel like I should just like grab a bag of popcorn, just sit here and, and, and put my mic on mute, or maybe leave it on to annoy you guys, and just watch you go at it for it's like an hour. It's funny because we've been building up this debate the about the hive mind for like a hundred episodes. It's like it's like you know when you went to television and there's like a will she won't she that lasts like six seasons, and finally they bring the story to a head. That'll be the hive mind episode. If it yeah. ever comes up, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's ever gonna at this point. The way things are going, I but, mean, it's a random but topic generator. It it's, in every single goddamn episode. Uh, <laughs> it's like his whole... I believe in the dream of the hive mind. I don't. I don't believe. No, like you've the, just given up on. They the always real life. paint it badly in 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 popular science fiction. Like it's fraught because with problems. Stupid. <laughs> I like I like how how when people say like yeah you know what in, in all of history and in science fiction and everything this. Next thing looks horrible or didn't work out, but this time it's going to work <laughs> out for real. But we've never we had a hive mind, so we don't know with any certainty. No. And I'm sure the first time we do it, it'll be perfect. What could go wrong? Uh, Anyways, funny. I do look forward to that one, but I enjoy how Bo used microwave convenience foods to somehow talk about that. <laughs> it inspired me about hive minds. What can I say? The worst part is I feel bad for him that he's for sure going to die before it actually exists. Actually, I find you guys both have these, these like, you're making fun of... Uh, you're making fun of uh, Bo, but you always go, go back to talking about like about society the, breaks down. This is that- no the structure of our world. And you're you're like we're you know it's like we're we're in a situation. Uh, you know, it'd be really great to enjoy and the ingredients and the culinary experience, but our day to day world and the way that we've screwed up our our world and our t- <laughs> it's always it, we could be talking about like a dirt you know Doritos and you would find some way to make it about. <laughs> Society is just screwed up. Doritos is a symbol of, is of our subservience and, and indoctrination. And, to uh, look as a reminder, let me just remind you again: who is the president of the United States? If you don't think society is screwed up, if you think you're like, oh, everything's perfect, we're great at governing ourselves. Look who's the president of the free world? It's fucking idiots. Well, the one thing like, I, this is where we're at. You are you are lamenting. Whereas Bo is proposing a solution. About- <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> his, however well, misguided he's proposing a solution <laughs> uh, wait for and it I am wait do, for doing it. what I do best as an I which is straddle the fence between you D's and S's remember Hitler had a solution <laughs> he was a D. there it is, it didn't, there work, it is. <laughs> it didn't work out that well for him
took him a while to think of it, but I knew it was coming. The follow up to uh, <laughs> the, the rebuttal to loose boys a solution. Well, he's in- yeah, lots of people have solutions. Hitler among Robert. them, apparently. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.